everyone, welcome back to But Why I Love the Podcast, and today we are finding out who wants to be a millionaire. As always, I'm Kate, I'm here with Adrian. Hey, how's it going? And Matt. Hello. And Matt is going to be leading us through this episode. Yeah, so obviously when you all are going to be questioned of why the hell are we talking about this, which obviously you'll find out today, but I don't think people realized that the show was still on until this year. And so when I proposed this, obviously Kate and Adrian looked at me and thought I was stupid, but I was like, there's actually quite a bit there to look at and to kind of mix up the stuff of just basically going from movie to game to movie to game. We'll kind of get into, like, see who wants to be a millionaire. So I guess for our first question is, obviously, has any have you all watched the show and how far do you think you could actually make it? Uh, I used to watch, before like, we had like, cable and stuff, we would watch this one pretty regularly, to be honest. I, I liked this show a bunch. Mainly because like, you learn a lot just by watching it, right? Like, learn stupid trivia stuff. Um, I don't know how far I would get. I think that I would, I think I'd do okay. I don't know if I'd win a million dollars, but I think I'd, I'd get some, i got a good chunk of change, I think. I would I definitely to, be using. I'd definitely be calling people. I guess to put into context, there are fifteen questions you have to answer. So, out of how many questions do you think you'd get right to kind of help you? Um, I think I could get. I think I break even, like a little bit. I probably 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 about eight. I think without yeah, having to like call somebody or like use one of my lifelines, I think I could, I think I could do eight. Kate, if, what do you got? If oh. I had if I had like you like on speed dial for like or like if I had people. Like, oh, I'm, this is a sports question I don't know. Matt's my phone friend. <laughs> this thing, if it's like a religious question, Kate's my, you know? If it's, yeah. I, I would just make sure I have people lined up. <laughs> um, so we watched it a lot. Like, there were, we watched a lot of reality TV, like, at nighttime. Like, we did had Survivor Nights, and we had freaking, like, when it was coming on, I believe it was coming on at prime time on ABC when it first started. I remember sitting down and watching it with my parents like every night that it came on. And then like during the day, we would do the same family bonding, but over Jeopardy. And my parents got hella competitive like during both of those games. So that was real fun. I learned that my dad has a pretty good chance to make it close to the end. And my mom just yells out stuff and gets frustrated too easy. Um, <laughs> that's about where I am. I think... If I take like a Xanax before I can before I do it, I can make it pretty far because I know a lot of random stuff and I know a lot of random stuff about a lot of stuff. Um, and I'm thinking about like all the pub trivia we've been to. Like I think we have like a nice like friend group, especially from like my cohort and stuff that I think we can even out with like answers. But even with the Xanax, I feel like I would I would get to like 13 or 14 right there, and then I would end up going. I don't think I can make it all the way because I, I get I would get too much in my own head, in all honesty. Um, and then it would be one of those like, oh, yeah, your first answer was correct. You totally overcomplicated this. Um, I would cape myself. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So I think I could probably do you make not it... agree with that, though. Like, I mean, I do. But also you find <laughs> out probably like there's probably somewhat reasons for that, too, in a sense. Yeah. Um, but as far as me, um, obviously I watched it. I was also part of the whole part of like people, uh, part of the people that watched it every night for a little while. 
Um, I think I'd probably make it to about question. I want to say maybe. Obviously, I don't know now because when this show came on and big, I was you know like ten. So, but I felt like I could always get to about question ten around that range, which is usually about the thirty-two thousand dollar range, maybe between ten and twelve, probably that range, before I go. But then again, obviously, the way the show is designed, um, it's whether you risk it for the biscuit or not. From there, yeah, get buckets. Get buckets. Um, I guess we'll start with some background. Uh, so basically, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was on from 1999 until 2019. Most people do not know that. And yeah. <laughs> um, it was developed by Michael Davies. It's based on the British game show of the same name that was produced basically in 1998. That also ran until like 2014 and then kind of went off the air. And now it's back on. It came back on in 2018. It's actually hosted by Jeremy Clarkson right now. The guy who did Top Gear for like 20 years. Yeah. Yes, that guy. I feel like if I saw his face, I would know. Because if you said if he yeah, did Top Gear, then he's one of the British dudes. And I played he, enough yes. Forza that put me into watching Top Gear for a while that I feel like I would know. Yes, uh, you should know. He's uh, pretty... pretty. If you saw him, you oh, definitely know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that guy. Yeah, I, I would see... He, I, def, I could definitely see him doing the British version of this, whatever that Feels. is. He also definitely looks like what I think an old British man looks like. <laughs> you're not wrong. It's about what I... You're like, what does he look like? And I was just going to be like, the standard old British guy. Um, but it was on... <laughs> it ran on ABC for three seasons from 1999 till 2002. And basically these shows actually started from 30 minutes, but they actually they were hour-long game shows uh, each episode. And then it went into syndication in a road in the syndication version is how they call it for 17 seasons from 2009 until 2019 with the final episode being this year on May 31st. And these only episodes were actually condensed down to basically 19 to 25 minute shows or essentially 30 minutes with commercials. Um, I don't know if I like that. Right, because isn't like so the thing like have- the suspense? Yeah, so like, do they just so do they do it where they just like cut the number of competitors that they would show that day? Because like I I remember like you'd go through multiple people when it was like an hour, right? Um, so actually they got rid of that after once they left ABC, um, which kind of goes into the syndication part of uh, essentially to do this they kind of cut all the costs, cut a lot of expenses, and they <gasps> no, changed. so they didn't do the dun dun and then the lights would like no, they, circle around them oh, and. Oh. They did all that still. Okay. It just wasn't. That's the production value I care about. That's the cost that matters. Yes. And, but they did change like the number of contestants. They don't do the little fast finger round or whatever they called it. I believe it's thing anymore. They actually just turn into like normal where you just go try out for it and other stuff. Um, but no, it's been on basically like the local affiliates of like CBS and ABC Kind of like that where we always see the Cubs games or White Sox games that we've talked about in those random yeah, TV. Yeah. Like, That's the, where... like the WGN? Yes. <laughs> that is what it's been playing on for the past 17 years, depending on what market you were in. Well, now I don't feel bad that I didn't know that this wasn't a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was on daytime TV, and I'm sure you might have been able to see it for a while, but basically, depending on the market, depended on what actual channel it was affiliate yeah. with and on. Um, they also basically this also they started recording like multiple episodes a day, kind of to your point, where they kind of go in. They're like, we're gonna do 
five episodes to cover the entire week, and we're going to do it on this Sunday, and we're done. So, yeah. Um, yeah so I, I just did a I just did a quick look, um, and I don't think we have it on here, but like, do you think that this because now that it's over, it's going to go the way of like Jeopardy, where they're going to put it on Netflix and people can go like binge? I would love. I that. would ten to ten go binge this. I wouldn't be surprised if it is. Um, when it when I was looking up all the syndication stuff and whatever, it basically was the most successful like syndicated show from like starting in the two thousands. It's also just like a perfect because I know like right now like when we eat dinner we end up like putting on the office and we'll watch that or whatever. Like this is a perfect dinner show or like mm-hmm. a perfect like I have thirty minutes I don't want to sit in silence but I can't devote. If I start like Matt, Matt usually is like I can't start watching this because then I'm not going to go to bed till three a.m. Like this is like that perfect filler. It's a perfect filler show. And yeah, then I, can I don't get angry and say I knew it. I knew it. And yeah. then say I could do better than they did, and I could have gotten the million dollars. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, obviously we'll see since it just canceled in it this year. Um. So I have no idea what they're gonna do right now. I think uh, Game Show Network owns all the rights to all the reruns, so I don't know what they're gonna do it with it. Even though they only own parts and sections of the reruns i think from like maybe 2005 until 2017 but i think then they no excuse me till 2019 but then before that they didn't own that or they own own sections so i it kind of makes me think of family feud a little bit like thinking about like because i think family feud is like on cbs but it was on upn for a really long time and then i know that they still show the episodes and i know that it's still going because it has steve harvey yes so actually family feud kind of just pluckered around or just kind of went blah, blah, all the way around until actually steve harvey and then it, it became it, it like went, it went what it just went it just kind of fluttered around it didn't do much <laughs> yeah, too bad we, we clipped it it's clipped. Yep, that's fine but no they have um but family feud probably a good example but it's obviously a lot older show yeah um, one like thing i did find soon? interesting i mean depending on the host but yeah 70s and like i said it's still going on now with steve harvey and obviously, but it wasn't relevant for like this entire time of this run until like twenty until Steve Harvey came. It was there, but it wasn't relevant. So I also wonder if it's Steve Harvey that made it relevant, or just meme culture that made it relevant. I don't know, but all I know is that once Steve Harvey took over, it got air, and it's now like one of the most like watched syndicated shows. Because he's That's very memeable. Or every yeah. time I see it, it's never serious. It is always just memeing Steve Harvey. Yeah. I did find out that game shows do this, but and they do it quite often, but it's actually like a dying thing. So like Jeopardy may never come off the air. This show may never come off eventually. But you're not seeing like, you're seeing very few actual new game shows pop up. Well, you and you actually... see them for like 10 episodes and then like they disappear. Yeah. yeah. like I watched one that like Netflix did and I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. And then it's been like a year and nothing's come on again. And I'm like, oh, well, that was a waste of time because it's not 200 episodes. Yeah. So apparently outside of like maybe the big five, the 10 that everybody single knows, there's not a lot on there. They've been every now and then they add a few, a new show. I think like Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader happened to make it there, even though and that that was, was, um, that came out in 2007. I think like Street Smarts is one I saw that apparently is like one of the newest ones. I have no idea if that existed, but apparently it ran for f- four or five years. But yeah, a lot of the like basically the older ones like Jeopardy, Will Fortune, Password, Family Feud, now Who Wants to Be a Millionaire will probably always be on. But as far as new stuff, who knows? 
So, um, so I guess moving into the host, um, obviously Regis Philman was the first host from 1999 to 2002, did all the ABC seasons, and then once they went into syndication, they had Meredith uh, Vera, I believe is how you say that last name. Um, apparently, Vera? Yeah, Meredith Vera. Vera. Yes. Um, apparently, um, she ended up doing uh, taking over from 2002 until 2013 for 11 seasons. And actually, it said that basically once she sadly leaves or kind of moves on to new projects is when the show kind of just ends up in this weird flux and how it ends up in this stale things. Because um, then you get to like Cedric the Entertainer comes from one season. I thought <laughs> and, I thought that I thought you were lying. I didn't think that was an actual thing. That nope. <laughs> I want to go look up those clips. Now. Nope. Yeah, um, I thought I'd be good. super entertained to watch Cedric the Entertainer to like put people on the spot for a million dollars. You mean the entertainer is entertaining? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after Cedric the Entertainer, Terry Crews actually does it for a year for a season. Would also what year was that? love to watch that. 2014 to 2015. I feel like I've seen one or two of those episodes, and I don't know why. Probably because they make about 175 episodes a year. Okay. That, <laughs> that makes sense. Put it all on Netflix, you cowards. This yeah. is the endless entertainment that we need to go to sleep to. <laughs> yeah. And then Chris Harris, yes, the the guy from The Bachelor that basically has made every Bachelor show ever known to existence. Um, or Harrison, my bad, not Harris. Um, basically did it for four seasons from 2015 to 2019. Again, a man whose name I do not know, but when I see you, you look like you hosted The Bachelor. Yeah, he's apparently been doing all of the Bachelor shows and been doing the Bachelor and then the Bachelorette since their existence and in like then 2002. Did he, also do, did he also do the Bachelor in Paradise? Because that's the I believe show so. I like. I believe so, <laughs> but I could be wrong. Good. Get all the contestants <laughs> together. Whole bunch of fighting. So basically this show is going to be me naming a bunch of names that you did not know their name to of people that you know exist. Okay. That's about it. Chris sense. Harrison is number one. Um, <laughs> Meredith, uh, actually, Meredith, if you saw her, you'd probably recognize so her. So her I know. That yeah. I know, because she did one of those morning talk shows. Yeah. Yes. Um, the funny thing is that actually they wanted Rosie O'Donnell to take over for Regis when the when they were leaving, oh. because they wanted more, like, inspiration, I guess, and then she turned it down, and then Meredith, apparently, they were trying to renegotiate her Today Show talk show or whatever she was doing, and she ended up taking this gig. <laughs> it was weird. I mean, yeah. I don't, yeah. Um. So, a quick synopsis for people who may not have ever seen the show and apparently lived under a rock. Because whether you like it or not, you've seen it and probably affected you some way. Um. Basically, in 1999, as Kate said, there are ten contestants who answered a chronological question in order, and whoever did it the fastest and got it all correct was put on the hot seat. Or basically got to answer the 15 to get to be a millionaire. And that was called like the fastest fingering or something like that. I believe is what they called it. <laughs> 1999 times. Um, once this hit syndication, they removed it. I'm assuming it because assuming this was done because it went from an hour show to 30 minute shows. Um, in 1999 and 2010, the hot seat person answered 15 questions to get to a million dollars. And then kind of the payment, they kind of just change all the formats, obviously, over the years, which is crazy, and I didn't realize. Um, so one, obviously, what we know of, probably from 99 to 2010, is kind of like the standard for the most part, but then they go into weird things. 
and the question gets different. You try to spice it up. Oh yes, they spice it up a lot. Um, so first of all, from 1999 to 2015, apparently, if you missed a question in the first five, you walked away with zero dollars, and those were the zero dollar winning people, and everything else. Uh, apparently, after that, they started giving people a thousand dollars if they just made the hot seat. So, everything. Um, 20, 2008, 2010, they added a time limit to each question. So you only had like 15 seconds to answer the first five questions and then like 20 seconds, 30 seconds. Come yeah. on, man. You can't, you can't speed that up. You, you need that suspense. Yeah, but apparently they did. Um, and then from, and then obviously the questions um, as from 1999 to 2010 and then 2015 and 2019 when they kind of, when Chris Harrison took over, they kind of tried to get back to the roots as they want to call it or whatever of the original show. They answered the questions, answered increasing monetary value and whatnot else. So you did a $100 question, $200 question, or depending on the year, started with a $500 question, $1,000 question. But from 2010 to 2015, they had the shuffle format, which is apparently they gave you random questions from random categories for random money values that you had no idea how much the questions were worth. And you just answered them. That makes no sense. You need the build-up. <laughs> you need to feel the pressure increasing. It's, it's so, definitely the spicy. <laughs> the spicy I <laughs> so, and these random and values went all the way up to $25,000. So your first question, depending on the system, you could have been answering a $25,000 question. Did you know, do you know the price, did you know the price value before you answered, or you no. just answered and then no. they told you the price? No, if you got it correctly, then they told you how much that question was worth. <laughs> and then you're just happy with your thousand dollars before taxes, I guess. <laughs> so, oh, I'm glad to be here. Without taxes? I think it's like, uh, oh, without taxes? It'd be a million dollars. No, no, with, with, with taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. With taxes. Um, I think from what I said. or so. Uh, I think I saw the average person that won a million and made it end up making, uh, it was like 90, was it 93,000 or something like that? I can't remember. I would that be was perfect. Wait, 93,000? No, 93, or was it not 93, 930,000 or something like that. I don't know. Okay. Or they took 93,000 for taxes or something like that. Okay. I can't remember exactly. Either <laughs> one of those sums, I would be okay with. I think they took 93,000 for taxes, if I remember correctly. So that'd be about eight or be like 930,000. Because taxes could pay off my loans. Yes, which we will get to in a little bit about that. Um, I did add a chart for those of you that do get our show notes and kind of Kate and Adrian can look at of like how the questions and the monetary value changed over the years. Um, like I said, from the standard format to what we ended up with. Like I think at the fi- the final nine years, they only did fourteen questions instead of fifteen. So. Wow. Gross. Um, why, the other. Why not just do one more question? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, you can see here also I like that number Four, like, like 13 or 15 work, but 14 is just weird. Yeah. Just do no. one more, like put on, like you edit the show, right? Like, it's not like it doesn't <laughs> matter how long it takes. You can edit it to be however long you need it to be. That's just weird. Um, the thing that was intri- <laughs> yeah, the intriguing, th- cool thing, which I did like what they have is you can, um, in the price range is like every five questions, essentially you got a guaranteed amount and so, like, the main thing was, like, basically question 10 was always the big one because if you got it correct, you got $32,000 guaranteed no matter what. If you missed it, you only got $1,000. But if you walked away, you got $16,000. Yeah, that'd be the tough thing for me. 
Yeah. That's also why I think I, I I'd get to pop like you know seven, eight, nine because I think I I think I'd bitch out. I think I I think that I would walk away. I really yeah. do. You're like, this is enough. I'm okay with this. So the <laughs> only thing I can have in my head and and watching shows like this, like Jeopardy or this, is where I learned it, or one of the ways I learned it. But my mom just says it's found money. Just go for it. It's found money. She's like, you yeah, came but, in there with nothing. It's found money. Just go. <laughs> I get it, but there's a difference between sixteen thousand dollars in found money and a thousand dollars in found money. <laughs> or yeah. when you get to fifteen thousand dollars <laughs> worth of difference. <laughs> or when you get to the higher end stuff up here of like question fourteen is worth five hundred thousand dollars. If you miss it, you make thirty two thousand. That's a difference of four hundred and sixty eight thousand dollars. <laughs> How much of that is found money? I mean it's all found money. It's money you didn't have before. <laughs> Correct, but uh, my mom also uh, says that with income taxes, and that's probably why I don't have a very good savings structure in my head. Yeah, it's we're, not gonna, money. we're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, as Adrian mentioned, lifelines. Uh, kind of, I'm not going to go over all of them because they did. They ended up doing a ton of them over the years, and text they kinda... friend. No, um, no okay. but we'll start with the one. Ask the audience, which is the only lifeline that made it through all 20 years so i don't know like i want i remember some of the episodes and the audience is real dumb sometimes <laughs> like real dumb yeah uh but apparently according to u.s studies they got it right about 90 percent, 91 percent of the time um yeah the, i mean i think people are dumb but i think collectively i'm like depending i guess it depends on the level of the question right if it's like a pre-10 question and it's just something that you just don't know you can probably pretty feel pretty good but there has to be like i mean there has to be statistics out there right of like would, how yeah. correct the uh, asked audience is yeah, at certain you, points oh yeah. like if it, if they do better in the beginning or if they do better uh, yeah. like at yeah. the end yeah, yeah. I, that would be one that i would definitely use in the beginning i would say 50 50 for the end and then i would use phone a friend in the middle pieces yeah um, so one, obviously, it was fun because when they did the after audience thing or in the early years, they incorporated AIM or AOL, AOL Online Instant Messenger. Um, that was a big thing where you could actually message them during the show as long as you did the right screen name and you could help the ask the <gasps> audience poll. My dad tried to do that once. <laughs> <laughs> that tone should tell you how it went, but he tried. Yeah, um, fifty fifty as Kate mentioned actually didn't exist. Um, actually went out of favor or didn't go out of favor. It disappeared for a while. It was around from twenty two nineteen ninety nine to two thousand and eight, and then from twenty fifteen to twenty nineteen. Started comeback. That's weird. And it was actually removed during the clock format, and because for some reason we needed the timer for double dip, which I'll kind of go over this one. Of double dip was only for two years, and basically you got two guesses. So it was like, I don't know this question. I'm a double dip. And so you tell them what two answers you want. And apparently one of them just has to be correct. But isn't that pretty much just 50-50? I guess instead I feel of, like you're, wouldn't your odds be better for 50-50 though? Yes. Right? Like statistically, yes, they would. Like your odds would be yes, better Yes, statistically they would. Okay. Yeah. Um, obviously this was discontinued during the spicy years, as we're calling it, of the shuffle format. <laughs> I'm sorry, that shuffle thing, when I read that, I was like, who would watch this? Like, who 
thought this was a it good idea. It makes no sense. Like Adrian <laughs> yeah. said, it's all about the suspense. Like, yeah. I don't mind going to go use the restroom in like the under $500,000 questions, but by the time that 500000 hits, I'm staying at my TV. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, they maybe. did two rounds of one of just random values that you could make a certain amount of money, and then you came back the next day and you did the last four questions or five. That was, was this it. deal or no deal? Jesus uh, Christ. Um, so phone a friend that keeps getting mentioned. Actually, uh, only lasted from 1999 to 2010. Really? Basically, that was a good one. Google ruined it. Basically, uh, Google, Google killed this because basically search engine technology caught up and friends were able to research the questions by the time they read the questions. <laughs> And so they had to remove it. How fair it. is this, though? Like, in 1999, how many of those people were, like, Ash Jeevings the question? Like, well, there has to be, like, a bunch of people. I, I mean, think. I'm sure they tried, but apparently Google got it enough where, obviously, Ash Jeeves is no longer around for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, uh, they use Bing. Bing never... Well, I know, Bing right? <laughs> But, uh, yes, basically, it's been noted that Google essentially killed this. Yahoo answered it. Yeah, I'm curious to see like I'm sure like Google has these statistics somewhere but like at prime time how much is like the thing Googled for the question <laughs> so people can get the answer before they get the answer like that must be like a peak I Google time I totally did that when yeah. I so like I, love I remember watching whatever I remember watching the reruns on game on the game show network because my aunt didn't have cable so whenever she took care of my brother like I would just sit there either watching like it'd be Teletubbies till like freaking eleven and then it was game show network after that because <laughs> um, that's all you get um, and I remember but the first time I actually had like a BlackBerry like a smart thing I was actually like ooh what can this do I rarely found it fast but now. Google just answers your question before you yeah. even see the search you can just, results now. You can just ask your phone the question. It'll tell you the exact Siri? results. <laughs> How do I become a millionaire? Yeah. Um, so another one they added later in the later years, instead of like to kind of replace the phone a friend, was the plus one, apparently, which was from 2014, 2019, where a contestant may invite their friend on stage from the audience to assist with the current question. And then after the question result, the friend must return to the audience. So that was kind of like their semi-replacement thing. Um, there's a few other ones. The switch and cut the answer. The three's wise men. Ask an expert. Jump the question and crystal ball. That all took place during some time. Um, a lot of these had to do with that uh, lovely f other spicy, during the uh, spicy format, as we said. What is like, the crystal ball? Occasionally during the shuffle round, which was where you did the 10 questions of shuffle value, um, this lifeline allowed the contestant to see, to see the value of the current question before answering or jumping it, which is jump the question if it had not been used. So how did, did you get more than just three lifelines at that point? So you would have to use two in tandem? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> None of this means... What's the three wise men? So this one took place in 2004... During the Super Millionaire, which I'll get to in a little bit, this lifeline allowed the contestant 30 seconds of advice from a panel of three experts who were sequestered backstage and saw the question only after their help was requested. So like phone a friend, but without Google. Sort of, but uh, it's not really a friend, and it's kind of just a random person who said like, hey, you know science, we're going to put you backstage, and if a science question comes up, we're going to make you go up front. 
But yeah, they kind of got a little weird um, with these. Obviously, we all know these standard ones of Ask the Audience 50-50. I believe, when, like I said, when the show ended, they had Ask the Audience 50-50 and Plus One were the only lifelines available. All the rest of them were experimented during some time and were removed. I mean, I can at least understand getting rid of the Google one. Yeah, that one I think was also a fan favorite, as Adrian mentioned a bunch of times. But it yeah. just you can't do anything about it when I can. Yeah, there's like no way. Like, I on rare occasions where I don't have anything to listen to on the way to work, I'll listen to like morning shows, and you can like when when they're doing like the trivia stuff, you can hear people googling the the things. So it's just it's just too hard. Like it's just not fair. Yeah, unless you like call like a ninety year old grandma who has no idea how the internet works a question. Ooh, maybe that should be like a stipulation. You have to call someone who's like in a booth with no internet. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's all I really have for like the I guess the history and getting into the, the synopsis of the actual show. And so I guess does anybody have anything before we get into the but why those? I don't. But we might have this great thing for people to listen to right here. Hey everyone, do you like but why though? Well, the PodCoin app is a podcast player that pays you to listen to this podcast and every other podcast. Just get the PodCoin app on your iPhone or Android and start listening today. It's free and super easy to use with every minute you listen getting you that sweet, sweet coins. It turns your podcast listening into charity. Or if you're like me, you can get some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards. I use the PodCoin app to do all my podcast listening now and I can personally say that I love it. Seriously, just go to the PodCoin app and use invite code BUTWHYTHO, that's B-U-T-W-H-Y-T-H-O, and you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up if you use our code. That's 300 PodCoin just for signing up using code BUTWHYTHO. So go ahead and give PodCoin a try today. Welcome back to but why though um to be a but why though an heir yeah <laughs> um that so should we... be our that should be our episode 150 episode 150 should just we should just need to have alex make it who wants to be a yeah. game for us yeah and let's see how far we get dude i'm yeah. so That'd down for that real good because he knows us so well that he would bury the questions fairly oh yeah wait can we actually do this please i know i think we should alex i know you're listening Episode 115, so we do it sooner. <laughs> <laughs> um, but getting into the but why those, we'll start off with a simple thing that basically is almost part of all Matt's led shows. Of it was a successful show. It was on for it was on the air for 20 seasons. Uh, ABC for three seasons, and it had a total of 364 episodes during ABC's run. Uh, the syndicated version was on for 17 seasons and accumulated 3,010 episodes from what I was able to find. <laughs> so Again, <laughs> put it on Netflix. So many <laughs> episodes. Like, insane. Like, when we when we do the Jeopardy, when we go, sometimes we'll go watch Jeopardy episodes. And, like, there's a lot of Jeopardy episodes. But, like, that's just so many. Could they even fit that on a thing? Could that even exist? Oh, oh, that's nuts. The main one to me that I find fascinating is the ABC one. The fact that you got 364 episodes in three seasons. Yeah. <laughs> so the price, of, price is Right is the longest running. Yeah. Like I said, this is by far not the longest running. Yeah. But it 
Like, that has over 3,000 episodes, and it's not the longest running. Like, that's weird. <laughs> I'm also like, we've been doing TV shows, and like, they made it to 100. Yeah. Woo! Jeopardy is third. <laughs> Jeopardy is third longest. But I wonder, I wonder if Jeopardy is third longest, but the longest with the same host. That's that would possible. be interesting to see. Because hmm. I think yeah. at, all the other ones have had changes. I mean, that would be possible. I could buy that. Um, Come on, Google it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> on your net zero inter uh, internet, um, that was zero dollars before they charged you for everything. Um, even those questions. Um, they actually, it actually won quite a bit of awards. Yes. Hold on. Alex Trebek has broken the Guinness World Record for the longest-running game show host. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, he has asked 416,569 questions and has been on wow. TV for 6,829 episodes as of June 15th of 2014. <laughs> um, I will say that what I did know is uh, Meredith made it, I think, about 1,700 of those episodes, I think, being the longest host. He has over 6,000 five years ago. <laughs> and now he's just an old man who shades everybody when they get a question wrong. And it's great. Yeah, He's yeah. turned into Will Ferrell, Perfect. and I love it. <laughs> but as far as like success, the ABC version in the three years won 20 awards and was nominated for 11 other awards. It won TV Guide Best Game Show in 2000 at six daytime Emmys. As well, the syndicated version had won five awards and was nominated for 29 other awards over those 17 seasons and won four daytime Emmy awards. I believe three of the hosts, both Chris Harrison, uh, Regis Philman, and Meredith, all won best like game host. Um, I can see that. I really like Regis Philman as a game host. He might yes. be like one of my favorites. Yeah. Um... It reminds awesome. me of Matt a little bit. Mm. Really dry, kind of builds your hope up. And then, yeah, you got it wrong. And then, I, I don't know if anybody remembers it, but like, I definitely remember him being like, oh, how'd you miss that one? <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, it's top ranked in any list you put. Like, the Game Show ne Network has it basically at fifth best all time. Ranker has it fifth all time. Um, TV Guide for 2013 listed at six all time. That's apparently oh, the most. 2013. Apparently what? that is most Come recent on, list, and then the one that apparently Come a lot on. of people use because TV Guide. I don't even know if it still exists. Um, but basically, any top show, it's in the Game Show Network's Hall of Fame. They did an entire like Who Wants to Be Millionaire Hall of Fame special over this. Um, it's Game Show Hall of Fame. That's interesting. Yeah, Bill. Yeah, the, yeah, pretty much. Didn't know a lot of stuff about game shows until this. <laughs> um, I, wonder how like, many of those, I wonder how many of those Nickelodeon shows are in the, the Game Show Hall of Fame. I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, if we make it to the fun facts, we do have Nickelodeon fun facts. Oh, I'm get excited. Down. Yes. I'm excited. Oh, was that, Kate? I love Double Dare. Like, a lot. Yeah. Oh, my god! And the Double Dare 2000 was great. <laughs> Um, the Hidden Temple was yes. I'm not gonna say Adrian's word, but I loved it. <laughs> Hidden Temple's gotta be in there. 
It's so good. I never, and it's funny. Like they use the same set for everything, but told like different periods of history. It's like, this is reminiscent yeah. of Columbus selling, sailing to America. <laughs> this is reminiscent of me taking a boat across a lake. They now, were the same courses for two completely different events. Now, now put Regis Philman <laughs> as the voice of the temple. So, probably one of the biggest, but why those? Uh, obviously, we talked about it's a, a successful show for set over about twenty years, but the height of the success is basically the probably one of the main things and the biggest, but why though? Because obviously we mentioned the other shows and Jeopardy and et cetera, et cetera. But I could be wrong because obviously I've not been around since like the 50s or 60s and was still a child back when those other stuff were on TV. I don't think any of those other game shows hit the height that uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire did. And so basically since, the debut, since its debut in the fall of 1999, it was an instant success. It was basically the number one show on TV. Um, at one time, it held the top three spots for the highest-rated TV show. So essentially, it came on five days a week, and three of those days, it was the highest-rated TV show. To where, if you said, what TV show is the highest-rated, top five highest-rated TV shows? It was like, well, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on Tuesday? Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on Thursday? And apparently, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire like on Sunday? That's how highly rated and like most watched this show was. Um, I mentioned earlier it was originally a 30-minute show, and they shifted it literally to an hour because of the demand and popularity. It's also how they got it to be five days a week, where it was a new episode for five days. It wasn't just like, thing. it was, we have a new episode each day for five days. Um, at its peak, it was actually more popular than Monday Night Football. Hmm. That's huge. Yeah. That's super big, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for, like I said, people who don't, for people who don't watch the foosball... That's huge. <laughs> like it's one of the I'm biggest nights like, for football. Our country chose to tune into something educational adjacent over football. Yes. I like how you I like, added I, in the educational adjacent. I just, <laughs> are we educational adjacent? Yes, we are. I'm sorry. When I yeah. pitch us, I say, hey, all three of us have taught classes, so you're gonna learn something. I mean, you're not wrong. I like how I say it held the top three spots for the highest rated TV show. That doesn't, nobody cares. But it beat Monday Night Football, and everybody's like, oh my gosh. I'm more of like, hey, Bert, I want to go listen to Regis Philbin ask this man some questions. I don't want to watch the Cowboys. First of all, do you know anybody named Bert in your real life? <laughs> but I, I mean, bet they watch the show, though. Yes. Yes. I think, I think it's just contextual, I think. Like, you say top three shows, like, what are the, what are the other two? Like friends, it also ER. ran for so long. This is only in like friends, this three yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. So oh, like, never mind. Like at well, one I can't time, that Survivor was Survivor one of those. No, oh, I thought it was one of the high rated ones. I mean, not during maybe this time frame. Friends for sure. ER. Uh, oh, oh, I miss ER. I wish that uh, was on the stream. Obviously, days. Monday Night Football at one time. Like, one time. what else? What were the other ones? I don't remember. Are those are the... ER? Well, I remember that rounded out the top five. It was Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? ER, and then I believe Friends. Or flip those. I believe it was ER, then Friends. Yeah, it was real good. I think the CBS Sunday Night Movie was on there, like, in number nine. Oh, or something. <laughs> Apparently they did that. I, I, remember, I, I completely forgot they used to do that. They did a Sunday Night Movie. I didn't know they did that. Yeah. 
it's like lifetime type movies but from cbs so it like apparently has like which it doesn't see or something but yeah um it also it's just it's just so <laughs> i don't know it's just nuts like 1999 monday night football had a 13.9 rating in 1999 yeah, that, yeah this one had and, that, and that's like on their decline like that's still stupid numbers on their decline and regis film and asking people questions <laughs> beats that that's insane yeah depending on the day it still beat it like i don't think yeah <laughs> like um it also as we kind of as you all have said it kind of sparked the game show arms race for the next like four or five years where we got greed i forgot that show existed on fox um the weakest link deal or no deal let's make a deal those are just some of the examples i'm sure we could come up with some of the other ones but yes apparently game shows took off and yeah i do remember everybody had a primetime game show at one time it also raised the bar with the one million dollar prize money which was the first u.s game show to ever do this which is how kate said like oh i just want to pay off my student loans and that was a funny joke when you read about all that stuff who goes yeah i went on a game show so i could remodel my kitchen and then this show was like you can be set for like life <laughs> i mean not anymore not anymore yes obviously not anymore now that prize money is like nothing it's basically question two we start at five hundred thousand if you want to show up um but no like the prize money for back then was it was a huge ordeal of like how much they were giving away and how much you could possibly win and then like i said obviously we got into all these other shows um the crazy thing we that like i completely forgot about is like obviously being bigger than monday night football but the contestants themselves basically became celebrities in almost yeah, like I think, I think about the the guy who like called his dad is the one that jumps out to me all the time. I yeah. don't know any of them. So yeah, the dude who called his dad like yes. in the last question, he's like, "Oh, I don't need your help. I just wanted to tell you that I'm about to win a million dollars," and then like answered the question and then won a million dollars. Okay, uh, well, obviously Kate was not paying attention, but um, that was going to be one of my fun facts. But I'll get into that one. Basically, John Carpenter he became the first to actually win the million dollars. And he was the guy that basically called his dad and said, I don't need your help, and I'm about to become a millionaire. Um, it was a national news story. He appeared on Saturday Night Live. He appeared on the Late Late Show with David Letterman, Good Morning America, and he even did a cover for People Magazine. Yeah. So I can That's name, cool. like, the first 15 Survivor winners. Like, <laughs> I do not remember that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rudy Reb- Reber, basically, he lost $218,000 because he did the phone a friend and his friend gave him the wrong answer. And it w- basically, the Washington Post did an entire feature on this guy and about that whole entire instance because everybody felt bad for this guy because his friend gave what him the wrong answer. What was the question? Oh, shit. Um, I don't know. <laughs> so, honestly, there are only three people that I would call with phone a friend. Sorry, Matt. The first is Bryce. Our friend who randomly knew the indigenous flag of a people in Finland. That's pretty um, dope. And then it would be Matt, and then it would be Bruce. Those are my three. Bruce people. would be good. Yeah. I mean, I would call Bryce first too. So no, it, Bryce is the first. <laughs> he, he's, he's he. Yeah. I hope Bryce is listening. I doubt he is. Um, we are listening, Bryce. Hey man, I can Google things really fast. 
<laughs> nowadays, nowadays. Um, because you want to know the, the question where John Carpenter won a million dollars? I can tell you because I Googled it. It's something to do with the Lincoln. Lincoln. Which I obviously don't remember, so don't say the answer. Let's see if Kate can get it. Which of these U.S. presidents appeared on the television series Laugh In? A. Lyndon Johnson. B. Richard Nixon. C. Jimmy Carter. Or D. Gerald Ford. I'm just gonna say Jimmy Carter. Is that your final answer? Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Richard Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> See, we would kill that episode. Just so. <laughs> we would. We would. Um, we would like pre-record all of the sounds that Adrian would make, and then we would just yeah. play them. <laughs> yeah. So remember how I told you there were people that made it and they won zero dollars? Where Robbie Roseman, who is famous because he basically is the first person, he missed the very first question on the hot seat. Um, he was first person to do that. And Brian Fedora, I'm assuming that's how you say it, also answered the question incorrectly on the very first one. They were invited to the Rosie O'Donnell show and they gave them brand new cars and covered oh, them what? in the I New York a car Post. for being a loser. Yeah, they did an entire thing of like, oh, look at this guy being the laughable loser. And they gave him like brand new cars and did all these stuff on him. Dude, the Ruby <laughs> Redder ones on the $500,000 question. Oh, man. Which Hollywood figure directed Michael Jackson's 1998 <laughs> video, Bad? I have no idea. John Landis, not Martin Scorsese, is which what he answered. Who? Why? What were those director choices? Steven Spielberg, Francis Ford, Coppola, 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 Coppola Martin Scorsese, and then John Landis. Landis is like the only answer. His other three people would not get out of bed oh. to direct a. Wait, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Who Oh, the correct answer is John Land or uh, Martin Scorsese. I'm colorblind. And couldn't tell the difference between which one yeah, of these greens I was the correct green. I also would have gotten that wrong. Because I would not think that Scorsese would in any way touch a music video. Rudy did not know, so he decided to call a fellow comedian, oh. Will, who knew for a fact it was John Landis. He decided to go with him, but lost to the 218,000. correct answer. John Landis directed Thriller, not oh, bad. there we go. There's also a uh, wiki that I'm sure Matt... Uh, knows by this point there's about 35 different wikis on this thing but uh no like the fact that like these people either lost money apparently couldn't even answer a hundred dollar question they gave him a free car um again i want a car for being a loser maybe this is why (laughs) this generation wants participation trophies it's all who wants millionaires who wants to be millionaires fault yeah but no like the new york post was covering this stuff well the washington post you know good morning america this is literally for game shows host. It took Greg Jennings or Ken Jennings, whatever, for Jeopardy to win like what fifty different shows before anybody cared. Jesus, I do you want to so. know the question he got wrong? What Hannibal crossed the Alps using what animals? I won't even give you the answer choices. What animal was it? Which one was this? Wasn't it an elephant? Elephants. Yeah. Hannibal. El- he said llamas. <laughs> This dude, like, obviously, like, he got a car out of it, so he's fine. Well, that's why he got a car, because everybody, like, laughed at him like Kate just did. Because the answers were rhinoceros, elephants, llamas, 
chihuahuas. He 50 50 to llamas and elephants, and he chose llamas. <laughs> Hate would just verify it or confirm why he deserved a car, apparently. That's insane. Why? How how loud you laughed at that poor guy. It, <laughs> it, but I laugh loud removed, for everything. That's not a good measure. Yes. It removed the option he was initially going for. Oh my god! Do you think they wrote in on chihuahuas? Dude, I remember watching and like this dude, like his glasses, like this suit, this professional-looking dude. He went out like on like the like the three hundred, like well, I don't know which question it was, but one of like the really really early ones on a because um, he didn't know he didn't know his his uh, what, what are they called? like folk tales? Like he didn't know the difference. He it was a question on like Little Red Riding Hood, and he didn't know. The difference between that one and like the three little bears or something like that, like he couldn't he he messed up on that. And I was like, "What, my guy?" It's like question one. <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah, but no, just like kind of the how we're doing this and talking about like it was a huge ordeal. Like, obviously, like I said we can talk about maybe some of the Jeopardy stuff and you know Steve Harvey's become a meme, but. I don't think any of those people are doing, like I said, going on the late show with obviously David Weber no longer exists or getting free cars because they sucked at a game show. Um, you're not getting features in the Washington Post because your friend gave you the wrong answer on a game show. But no, it yeah. was a huge, like I said, the height of the success of the show is crazy. Like I said, it may not have the necessarily the longevity of like Jeopardy of how long they've been and 6,000 episodes, but like... When it was prime time, it was prime time. Um, which kind of leads into the next but why, Joe? No, but why, Joe? Um, the next but why, though, of longevity of a sense, maybe not necessarily the show-wise, as I just mentioned, but, like, they actually did two spinoffs, ABC did, and they were both on ABC, and they're both on prime time. In 2004, Regis Philbin came back and basically did Who Wants to Be a Super Millionaire, where they tried to give away $10 million. <laughs> um... It was only on for about a season. That was it. And then, obviously, this one I find intriguing. It kind of, like, stands of, like, how big the show was. Um, during the ten- In 2009, they did a 10th anniversary celebration, which Regis came back and did an eight-show event of doing Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on ABC at, like, 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> um, you just don't see that from all these other game shows. I mean, they may have done it a long, long time ago, but you just don't see that in 2009. Jeopardy's all of a sudden prime time. Or, you know, or even in their prime, I don't think you see them competing with Monday Night Football. Yeah. Um, obviously, the catchphrases, which we've kind of done, they still stand the test of time. Of, Is that your final answer? Uh, phone a friend. Um, both of these are still used widely today, and they're even used by us. And obviously, they're still used by people, and we don't even call people anymore. And they even used, and we didn't even know that they've been. They got rid of phone a friend in 2010. <laughs> people still. Use yeah, it. I really had no idea. Really had no idea, to be honest. Yeah, I was I had wondering no idea, about it, but it makes perfect sense. Oh, it oh, totally makes sure. sense, and I we, knew we ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like we say that all the time. We don't even think about it. Like people, like just random people, me. Is that your final answer? Like technically, that is from this show whether you think about it or not it's where you got it from um obviously all the memes and the comedy sketches like snl done comedy sketch before on who wants to be a millionaire um we still see the meme today of like the answers and apparently there are people who make the wrong choice 
when they're actually on the show. And then there's other ones that are funny. Um, I would have reposted one today to you all just to show that everyone still uses this meme of the four answers to some messed up question. Yeah. And then obviously the show's music and lighting is very unique. It also set like that production value that you talked about, Kate. It kind of set the way for all the shows coming after it for the production value and what they did. Yeah, I I think I honestly think that's why I tend to get you are the weakest link and millionaire confused half the time. Yeah, so obviously a lot of these shows start coming. The funny thing was that lighting, the music, and everything, and how it was all crazy, and the production value was actually done on purpose to try to make people nervous while they were there, to hope they missed a question. Makes sense. So all that, like, lights that you're like, oh, I might get nervous, and I'm like, why are those lights all on me, and, like, interrogation and everything. Yeah, that was all done on purpose. So. But yeah, that's pretty much, I mean, obviously it's not a lot, but... Uh, but why those? I have a ton of fun facts, but I mean, the show was on forever. People didn't know it was still on, but it was on. People were still watching it. Um, like I said, obviously it still went on for quite a few years after, but they think uh, from everything I saw, I read like Meredith leaving really hurt the show, especially um, then they went into crazy mode with their spicy format, as we called it. Um, Chris Harrison brought it back, but then, you know, sometimes it runs it in. Obviously people will still be watching reruns in general. And we'll still be phoning a friend in your final answer. I don't know what all y'all have before I get into some fun facts. Well, I think, well, the fun facts have some stuff I want to talk about. So I, oh. think, I think you can just jump into them. Kate, you got anything? Okay. Well, the first fun fact I had was obviously the first guy to win. He used to phone a friend on the final question and call his dad tell him, hey, dad, I don't need your help, but I'm about to become a millionaire. Which dad, Kate, apparently... you raised me right. Yeah. I have <laughs> a complete Rolodex of useless information in my head thank you father <laughs> um we talked about how we laughed about cedric the entertainer and terry cruz and them being a, a host um for a good like two-year period they were just throwing random special guest host and it was like a theme or something so like uh, some of these special go- guests i didn't list all of them these were just the ones that i that figured people probably would know like al roker tom bergeron uh dave price uh lisa gibson cat dewey John Henson, Samantha Harris, Sherry Shepard, Steve Harvey, um, Tim Gunn. I would totally watch Tim Gunn's Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I love that guy. Yeah, so these He's all... He's the one from Project Runway who yes. like, makes fun of everybody's stuff before it goes out. Yeah. Um, Samantha Harris, I believe, from Dancing with the Stars. I don't uh, remember. Oh, no, she apparently one of the hosts of Samantha with this, Dancing with the Star for a long time. I know Tom Bergeron is. Yeah. Um, I know Kat Dealey is. Kat Dealey did, what the heck show did she do? She did So We Can Dance, I believe. Yeah! Yes, yeah. Her. Yeah, like I said, all these people, if you've ever watched any type of TV show, like reality or game show, you probably recognize these people. You just don't think about it because they're all like, Amer- not necessarily American Idol, but it's like So You Can Dance, Dancing with the Stars and stuff um john henson i believe everybody knew and whatnot um despite being super millionaire with a chance to win 10 million dollars nobody actually won more than a million dollars <laughs> Ooh, can i add a fun fact to this part sure i was looking up uh john carpenter the guy who you know called his dad yeah apparently he went on to go play in what did he play he like who he played he appeared in who wants to be a millionaire champions edition 
and he won $250,000 in that one. So technically, <laughs> he's won $101,250,000 from Who Wants to Billy Millionaire. And then in 2004, he participated in Super Millionaire as one of the three's wise, one of the three wise men in the episode where Robert Bobo Essing won a million dollars. So he helped, he helped someone win a million dollars on Super Millionaire. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool because yeah, uh, obviously I didn't talk about it much, but they did do a bunch of like they did a zeros edition. So the, uh, Robbie Roseman, who did the zero question the first time, they actually got invited back to part of the uh, oh man zero winners Netflix. edition. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix, do the right thing. Hulu, somebody give me this. Yes, I, I need love to watch that. this. Honestly, like I so like with Survivor, it reminds me of Survivor in a way where like you always had two like you have people who just played Survivor like all the time. They were always on a show, but they never won, and they never learned anything ever. But I always wanted them to be on the show. Like, if they could announce, like, any of the old cast members coming back, like, yes, I want to see this person mess it up again. <laughs> um, Regis Philman actually wrote an autobiography titled, Who Wants to Be Me? So that's about <laughs> how much the show meant to him and how much the show... He also got... I didn't look at the exact number, but he made a lot, a lot of money off of the show. Basically, his entire... I mean, with thing. how many episodes? Yeah. I mean, considering Meredith did probably three times the amount of episodes, but still. Um, in the Russian version, as Kate mentioned, with the and you guys talked about the audience going wrong, the audience actually gave wrong answers for at the audience, and it actually became a thing to where people where did they not want to ask. gave it wrong. Yes, and it kind of became a thing where people actually were scared to ask the audience. Um, they also kind of got booed when people won a million dollars, and it's actually mentioned in this book. Uh, the irritable the irresistible pull of irrational behavior in which some guy goes into like the sociology of russia and how like they don't like to help their fellow countrymen how we should all suffer together and you get to this point of like if i have to pull my beats up you better get on your hands and knees and pull your damn beats up there are no shortcuts and it's kind of like the russian philosophy of life and weird things versus like they pulling up beats because they're in russia uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but but it's one of those. It was a weird thing they did. The basically, some guy looked at like the way Russian society is and everything of like how they just don't cheer like in America, where they're like, "Oh, this guy made a million dollars," or we gave this guy a car for answering stuff wrong. In Russia, they boo you. <laughs> I mean, I would have booed the guy who got a car for getting zero. <laughs> yeah, he lost. Um, Losers don't win. <laughs> That's how Russia feels, and they feel you should not be getting money for being on a game show. You should get out there and work. So what you're telling me is you are really Russian. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the UK version, someone got caught cheesing, cheesing, cheating using a system of coughs, along with his wife and a college professor in the audience. <laughs> in which they actually so had to... So me, you, and Bryce, right? Yeah. He also he got, basically got indicted, and they all were arrested and everything else. Apparently, from what I was looking at, there's a few other people that have been caught cheating, but they couldn't really confirm it. This is the one time where this guy's going to jail. So what you're telling me is Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> Which is on this list. Uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Obviously, the movie nominated for, you know, for like the best film of the decade. was actually inspired by this show. So, that movie's so good. I love so we, that movie. It's so yes. long, but it's so good. Yes. Yeah. So without Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, we do not get Slumdog Millionaire. Um, also, it's the best dance sequence for a non-musical film ever. It's the very end. Should I hold? Real good. That's okay. not the scene I think about when I think about that movie, but 
you're you're not wrong. It's <laughs> um, the show was claimed to be easy after six people won in the first year. The insurance company actually sued the producers of the show. Oh no! The British had a fun time with it, basically with a bunch of headlines going, "Look, the Americans dumbed down our show so people could win." Um, <laughs> uh, Snoop Dogg uh, actually competed in the show and won $50,000. All went to his youth football charity. Apparently, they did a celebrities edition. I think nice. Kathy Gr- Griffin was another one of the people that was on there. And then the last fun fact, which I found during research, which is not really who wants to be a millionaire, but apparently John Cena now hosts Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader on Nickelodeon present day. <laughs> I'm okay with this because he's great with kids. So I would love to see him just like shame adults. Publicly, while praising kids. Yes, when you put it that way. (laughs) Yes, that's why Master Chef Junior is so great. Yeah, because you see Gordon Ramsay being super nice to these kids, and then regular Master Chef comes out on after it. He's like, "Why the? Why are you serving me raw chicken?" Yeah, he would roast adults, and I want. I need. I need to see this. Actually, was it, I think it was. I watched that John Cena game show. I think it was American Grit or something. Yeah, he was. He was like real inspirational, but also real mean. Like he came in hard for both those things. Yeah, I, so that's perfect. I, I want to see it mainly because I liked. I liked Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader. It was one of the other shows we watched because they would shame the adults so hard, and it was hilarious. We have that board game. I bought it to play at my mom's like, one too. Christmas like three years ago. But my mom got too drunk to actually play the game, and she said it was too hard. So then we just started playing Trivial Pursuit because it didn't have as many rules. Yeah, that's cool. That's a good fact, Matt. Yeah, but apparently also if you just look up a lot of these game shows of like, there's a bunch of people you'd never expect host game shows. And it's kind of... Like who? Crazy. Well, I mean... We I mean, just kind of went down the list, but I mean, I didn't think I'd ever see John Cena doing this. Well, he's kind of like retired. Not like retired, but I, I can see John Cena. <laughs> I, thought- I can't see Cedric the Entertainer uh, doing it. Like, that's not a person I thought. I can see older John Cena knowing Nickelodeon is going to pay him buku bucks because they love, they love him because they always have him go host their award show. But Cedric the Entertainer, why, why, why he do that for a year? Why he do? Because you know he did a lot of episodes in that one year. <laughs> that was apparently I don't know. Obviously, uh, that uh, yeah, not during that time. But when it first was getting canceled, they were hadn't they were wondering if because that they should make that move or like, the people the producers before it got canceled by ABC of like Regis Filmin's kind of like too uh, serious and this is professional. Maybe we should make it more to a comedy, interacting, inspirational thing with these contestants. Obviously. That got canceled. Um, I think from what I saw a few things, that was kind of some of the issues with like Cedric the Entertainment uh, Entertainer was it was kind of more comical instead of like, hey, these people are still playing for a million dollars and trying to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> They're still trying to pay off their student loans, Cedric. Yeah. Come on, man. But no, that's about all I have for who wants to be a millionaire. So we're all millionaires now because we made it through the show. Really not though. No. See, like <laughs> Elizabeth Banks apparently does Press your luck. I have no idea what that is, but yep. she still does that today. I don't know what that. That's why I said you can pretty much like obviously Kate like examples, and I'm like I'm not really sure because all the ones I were crazy. Joey I already Montaine named. does one. I knew that you know, one. You mean Common Patone? knowledge. Patone. I actually yeah, Patone. did know that one. 
I'm but not, no, like just name a random old celebrity, and they'll probably are doing some host of. A oh, show. I know the lady from Glee does Hollywood Game Night, which that show is actually really fun. Joe McHale does Card Sharks. Those are like, and those are just like starting like this year. Those are all Jeff new ones. Jeff Probst is still going strong. So, um, million dollar password, Matt. You didn't talk about this one. It's not Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. No, but it was hosted by Regis Feldman, and it was a spinoff of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I thought I did that one. Did I miss that one then? What year was that? 2008 to 2009. So, okay. I think it's... So, it's not a spinoff of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. It's it's a re-up of Password... But they added million dollars. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, they that's... added Regis Feldman. I don't know. Okay. I counted it as a shared universe. <laughs> it's a spinoff adjacent. I was yes. like, that's not a spinoff just because you add Regis Feldman to something. <laughs> and you put the word millionaire. But there was password. Millionaire. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's a spinoff of the game Password. Million millionaire, Matt. <laughs> also, like to to your point earlier, Matt, about new game shows that come up i'm like i'm on like wikipedia looking at game show hosts and i'm just kind of going back through the years in 2009 or 2019 there are like five new shows 2018 there are 19 2017 there were 52 whoa like <laughs> game shows are dying for sure um, but I know they did that because I know they had a, a funny thing when I looked at the syndication thing. They actually had a period, I believe it was from like right after Millionaire was canceled or for the first time. I think it was like 2004 to like 2006. They had like no sh- game shows that went into syndication. And they're like, oh, they, they, they're not doing anything. Now, like I said, a lot of these game shows are still, you're still going to get an opportunity. You're still going to do it. They just don't ever make it to the point of like syndication, which basically means we're going to like, because I believe it's like Jeopardy. They did they're like, it costs like, because of production value and cheap, it was like Jeopardy costs like $5 million to make, but they make $50 million. And so they don't mind just keeping the, the show going on until everybody dies. But. Wait, Michael Myers does a game show? So, game show adjacent. Uh, there are actually a crap ton of celebrities who have been on either a dating show or The Price is Right. That's not surprising to like either Like, before one of they were celebrities. Well, that is kind of a weird thing of, like, because I have noticed that, and I've seen that, because obviously, because uh, I know, I think Ninja's going back on Family Feud, but he had already been on it, and it's kind of been one of those, like, I'm pretty sure, obviously, the tryouts is not your average Joe is winning. Your actual money. It's amazing on how many famous people were on a game show already before. Like, wow. Yeah, it's almost like they were good looking or something. Um, but anyways, to end on a more positive note, because obviously we can go down thing. Um, I guess is there anything else to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I know you all laughed at me when I said this topic. Obviously, it's because it this was the month that it was 20 years from this month when it first debuted i believe it was august 19th or something like that of 1999 or something like that um and then everybody looked at me crazy when i told them well the last episode aired uh may of this year and it's now done but yeah well sorry i don't have wgn (laughs) to watch (laughs) terry cruz okay (laughs) I would watch Terry Crews host it though. I'd watch Terry, Terry Crews do anything. Yeah. Uh, but no, I really don't have anything. I think I learned a whole bunch of stuff today, like a lot, a lot of stuff. 
and I would love to do a Who Wants to Be the Millionaire or like some time of trivia game show for like one of our big episodes. That'd be super fun. Really, what? And Club Dog Millionaires is one twenty-five yes. a milestone. <laughs> it is not a milestone. Is one fourteen a milestone? No. <laughs> well, according to Who Wants to Be the Millionaire, fourteen's an important number. No, oh my god. <laughs> Kate, do you have anything? No. Okay. I just really liked recording this, and this was a lot more information than I thought. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know, like I said, in terms of maybe Jeopardy, it may not be, you know, the longevity, and we don't have Alex Trebek or whatever, but we do oh, have... I had that question. Oh, wow. Sorry, you can't read my mind. Um, so you know how Jeopardy does like they it takes like uh, grad students or like college students and like puts them against each other and stuff. Do they ever do any like special episodes like that? No idea. <laughs> but to final thought to wrap all this up, yeah, I don't think. Except I don't. You all kind of laughed at me. I don't think people realize that the show was still on. It is what it is. It'll never probably be like I said the Alec Trebek, but there is Regis Philbin. He's basically known for this show. And I think just that 1999 to 2002 and game shows of, like, one, how highly rated this was, how many people watched it, how much, like, it affected everything in TV and media. Like, Monday Night Football couldn't stand a chance. It just, it mattered. It was something that's there. Like I said, we will all, we will still remember this show, whether it's on or not, and what all would end up sparking for the next however many years in game shows. Good good times. Yep. Good times. I also don't think we I don't remember laughing, like LOLing. But I was also like, is the show is even on still? I didn't but. I didn't lull, but I totally was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and we need to like start a petition to get this stuff like on some streaming service so we can like binge it or yes. at least like the best episode, like their highest rated episodes, put them all in the thing. Oh yeah, just give me this. Give me like half the Vieira years and all this this uh, Regis years. Yeah, I think that'd be good. I think that'd be doable. I think you don't want all the guest hosts and all the Terry Crews. No. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't mind them, but you you missed a lot of episodes. That was a big episode number. Yeah. Three thousand and ten. They're only. I mean. Like I said, the, still the amazing thing is ABC did 364, and those were an hour long. Yeah, it took. It, yeah, just do the Regis ones. <laughs> just do the Regis ones. I was like, we'll talk about the other ones things. later. It's one of those things too. Is like, I guess, like technically, we should know Meredith Vieira as who wants to be a, a millionaire because she did way more. But it's also like, no, I just know Regis. Sorry. Yeah. And like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they bring this back um, again here. Well, obviously, this is the 20th anniversary, but I wouldn't be... I mean, they've talked about possibly reviving this show a few other times outside of just the event, just because apparently people just loved it so much when it was on. So. Yeah. The game show got a 10-year anniversary special on primetime TV and ABC. It's actually a lot. That's I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i guess just get us out of here yeah so as always if you want to support us a little bit more head on over to our patreon at patreon.com slash but why though pc and if you want to interact with us on twitter hit us up at but why the pc 
And you can find me on Twitter at OhMyMyThreadier. Adrian? Yep, you can find me on Twitter at SuperReese93, S-U-P-E-R-R-U-I-Z, 93. Matt? Is that your final answer? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>